Hello, my Trubies. My name is True, and if this is your first time tuning in to Trubies God Podcast, welcome. And for those of you who have been rocking with me for the longest, I appreciate you. Welcome tonight. We are talking about really just taking inventory and just retention and consistency leads to reaching our goals. Goals. So I'm going to break down some things. A lot of these things are things that I've been practicing for the last few years. And I'm excited to finally share it with the world because I see what it's done for me in these spaces. So like when I'm talking about finding balance at this point, it's different now than what it was for me a few years ago. A few years ago, me trying to find balance looked like not knowing what direction I was going in, not knowing what I wanted to do, not knowing what I wanted to offer the world or what I wanted to leave behind. And now me taking balance looks like, okay, is this adding to what my goal is? Is this adding to where it is that I'm looking to go? And if it's not, I have to take inventory and I have to get it out of here. And so I'm in this space now where I'm realizing, like, I have slowed myself down a lot. I have been the reason why my kids don't know certain things or I have been the reason why I'm not in certain spaces that I want to be in. And what really made me, like, hone down on that, the other day I was at, I was calling the parents you know you guys know I'm at the high school and I'm calling the parents and I end up having a phone call for like 30 40 minutes with this mom and the mom is like she's telling me about her son and how she's like basically like I don't know what else to do right and when I looked at those things when I looked at the conversation that we were having and I really like took it home and started analyzing it I'm like dang she's doing the same thing I'm doing she's taking inventory she's like there's no rule book to this I don't know what I'm supposed to do I just know that I have an end goal that I'm trying to reach and so now I have to stop and take inventory and so at the end of our conversation I'm circling it back around at the end of our conversation what we talked about is she said you know if you have resources or a solution or a plan that we can put in place I'm willing to do whatever and that's what really made me think like you have to decide to be consistent on what it is that you want if this mom want what's best for her son even when he's not responding in the right way she she's going to be consistent on making sure she get the results that she's looking for and so when I took that home and I internalized that I'm like if I want to really provide the things that I want to provide for the world and for my children and to improve in the ways that I want to improve then I'm going to take inventory and I'm going to do something different right and that all just took me down to like it takes a village it takes a village to do something different. We always and I always go inside of this box, you know, to say I can do it by myself. I don't need nobody. I can do it by myself. And the truth of the matter is it really takes a village. It takes a village because you cannot do everything. You can't be your therapist, your support person, the shoulder to cry on, the person when you happy and all of those other things. It really takes a village. And so 
open your hands to your village is my words of encouragement, right? So before I jump into all of these rules, I want to just talk about October 22nd. That's a Saturday. I am doing a free event. It's a lunch and learn. It'll be held at Garfield Heights Library. If you follow me on Instagram, you can register there, but you can actually visit at soulclee.org, S-O-U-L-C-L-E.org, and you can register for the lunch and learn, which is taking place October 22nd. So let's get into it, right? In order for the two thing to work the one thing has to work we have to take inventory we have to realize what we want we have to realize that there's work that has to be done to get into those places and we have to be willing to do the work to get there so if you haven't taken inventory and you haven't sat down to really figure out which direction you are going in and you haven't figured out what you want for yourself and what makes you happy and what makes you sad and what make what direction you want to grow in, then you it's impossible for you to add another person into that. It's impossible for you to go and collaborate with another business or another brand if you don't know how you want your brand to look to the world. So you have to make sure that if your brand palette is going to be this color, if your logo is going to be this way, if this is the message you are going to represent with your brand or if this is the type of person you are going to be then you want to make sure that you are stepping into the room as that and you understand what it is that you want before you go and ask another person to join that a lot for myself I think that I'm in this space of like still mastering the one thing so I was just really talking about how I'm still figuring out trying to find balance in my target audience I've been in a lot of spaces to where I've been able to retain clients for the maximum of like a six-month period but then after that, I see things start to fluctuate. And usually it starts to fluctuate because I can only grow you to where I've grown to. And so that's where I'm in this space to like, all right, now that I've grown to these new levels, now that I've accomplished some new things, where do I find a balance in who my target audience is? And that's my version of doing the two things. I know how to collaborate. I know what brands I want to collaborate with. I know how I want to present myself to the world. I know the message that I'm putting out there. But now, because I, the message has grown, so has the audience. And now I'm in the space of, like, how do I find balance in that? Um, so that's something that I'm working to do. I know one thing as far as retention, though, I will share, like, one of the things that work for me as far as retaining clients is really called cultivating a relationship like taking my mind off of the idea of like I have to sell to you I have to get you to purchase this product or I have to get you to stay for six months or I have to get you to stay for one month it was really just about what are your needs how can I service what you need if you are the person that does not know how to audit your social media account or you don't know how to send an email or you don't know how to build a strategy to meet your goal then how can I assist you in doing that versus me saying like or approaching it in a way to say that okay I'm just about to sell now you do have to know how to close closing is a essential part of all of it you if you can't close and get that client to be comfortable with even speaking spending their money with you, then the retention never comes in the first place, right? So a thing that worked for me was also like developing a second set of eyes for yourself and for how you are operating things. Like you have to ask yourself like what's in the what's in the driver's seat of my business? What's in the driver's seat of my life? What's controlling how I do What's controlling or determining how I do something, what time I wake up, how much time and energy I put into sending out or connecting with my clients and so forth. Because when you decide those things and when you decide, 
decide to put a second set of eyes on it, then you're able to see like, oh, this is what's slowing me up. Or, oh, I need to just spend an extra hour on sending out emails every single day. Or, oh, maybe I need to turn my phone off for that hour while I'm sending out those emails so that I can just stay focused on the task at hand. While I'm talking about emails, though, I want to talk about HubSpot. That's something that I actually was uh, talking about on my Instagram. And what I was speaking about was like, that's a customer relationship management system. And it's not that you have to use HubSpot, right? Like they're not paying me to say, hey, go and use HubSpot. So you can use any customer relationship management system. But here's why that's important. It plays a huge role in how you retain your client because you are now monitoring and logging every interaction. So let's say I have a portfolio of dealing with 10 clients, right? And I always tie this into my personal life as well because I have this balance of like being a mom, working a job and still running a business and all of these other things. But it's like, I'll even put my kid's name inside of the customer relationship management system. So it's like, if I know that you have something that's due, then let's go ahead and put this in here. So now when I look at my to-do list or when I sit down to get some work done, I can see everything that needs to get done and address every issue and provide a solution to it. So for example, when you use this system, what you're able to do is you can send emails out. You can monitor all of those things from one space. You can make, create landing pages. You can create website pages. You can create blogs that interact with your customers. They can create tickets. So let's say they have a specific need or something that they want serviced from you. Then they can create a ticket on their end and it'll automatically come to you. So when you sit down, to get your work done you now know that oh I talked to Tammy two days ago but then now she just put a ticket in saying that you know she's ready for a follow-up so you might have been expecting to follow up with Tammy in a week but now that she put this ticket in you can see it immediately versus missing a text message missing an email or any of those things and like I said when you are managing 10 12 different people or different projects those type of systems become essential so that is one of my essential tools that I've been using for retention as well. So again, Apollo 13 rule. I want to talk about that, right? So the Apollo 13 rule is something that I got from Judge Lynn Tyler. And I think I talked about her in the last podcast as well. But she have a few books that I read that really inspired me. So I would definitely highly recommend just, you know, checking out her collection. But the Apollo 13 rule is something that she talked about where you are, when you run into an issue, you have to lay out all of your you have to lay out all of your solutions and choose the one that fits best for you. And so what I've learned is that not only apply in my personal life, but that also apply in my business life as well. So oftentimes, whether I run into an issue with a client, whether it's retaining a client, whether it's a client having an issue, whether it's you know, at home, any of those things, the thing that I've learned is I have to put myself in a place to say, okay, I can do this. I can react like this, or I can react like that. And then when you determine like, what is like, what's in my best interest, what's going to get me to my goal. And I think oftentimes people forget what the end goal is. And that's why they go ahead and they spaz out or they just don't stay consistent or they don't go and continue that project that they're doing, or they stop reaching out to those clients or they stop sending those emails or any of those things. And so you have to just remember, like, let me lay out my options, choose what fits best and then stay consistent behind what it is that I'm doing. Like, don't forget what 
what that end goal is. Don't forget the direction you're supposed to be moving in. Because here's the thing, when you lay out those options and you know what your end goal is or where you're supposed to go, anything that does not fit, you're not going to do. If you know that, okay, if I respond in this way, it's going to move me away from my goal, then you're not going to respond in that way. You're going to be more likely to put in more thought and more energy and more effort into doing something different. So like I said, making sure that we use our second set of eyes and so forth. So I want to just remind y'all again about the Lunch and Learn that is coming up October 22nd. Please do not forget. Now, this is limited spots for the Lunch and Learn, right? So the Lunch and Learn, we're going to be talking about ideas. We're going to be talking about strategizing ideas, not only creating them, but managing the idea and then growing it. So in there, we'll be talking about different tools. We'll be talking about fund development. We'll be going into tools you can use to manage that idea and so forth, like we just talked about with the HubSpot and the customer relationship management. But then, like I said, we only have an hour and it's limited spots. So you want to make sure that you, one, register for this event because those who register are going to get first entry. Like, they are going to get entry first. Like, they're going to be served first. And then anybody else after. But there's very limited spots for it. So make sure that you pay attention to that or that you get registered for that. So I'm going to jump into some questions that you guys have sent in and take some time to answer those. But first, I want to just do a really quick recap with that. Making sure that we take an inventory. Make sure that we take inventory of where we are now. A way that you can do that, like I said before, is doing that SWOT analysis. What are my strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats? Writing that down inside of a book, inside of a Google Docs, inside of your notes, something of that nature. Analyzing what is my end goal and is the decisions and the choices that I am making right now benefiting what my end goal is. If they are not, then we need to be cutting it out and doing something different. Remember retention and consistency. So that is the thing that is going to lead to reaching your goal. If you are not consistent, if you are not retaining information, if you are not making sure that you are staying steady with the flow and building up momentum, then you will not meet your goal. You're going to keep on relearning the same exact lessons over and over until you get it right. So make sure that you are staying consistent with that. In order for those two things to work, the one thing must work first. So make sure that you know what you want. Make sure that you know what you bring to the table. Know that. Make sure that you know that you are pouring into yourself and that you you know what legacy you want to leave behind before you go and try to do anything else. Make sure you know what goals you have for your business and for your brand. Make sure that you know that I think oftentimes people forget that you yourself family and community tie into each other it's not like okay I can only focus on business and not worry about family it's not like I can only focus on family and not worry about the community because all of those things play into each other so you want to make sure that again you master the one thing before the two things can work know what you provide so that way when you go into a collective space then you know what your role is what your lane is and how you can be of service Making sure that you are developing the second set of eyes for yourself. Make sure that you take yourself outside of the situation, outside of the issues that you are facing, outside of the issues that your business is facing, outside of the fact that you are not retaining a client or that you are not getting a certain result inside of your business and say, like, what do I need to do differently? Make sure that you see it differently. And then that Apollo 13 rule, making sure that you are 
actually researching what options you have before you just go into that space of like, forget it, I'm going to give up or I'm going to do something different. Then make sure that you actually analyze what options you have and then choose the one that fits best. And hopefully that's something that's moving you into the direction of what your goal is. And then again, so let's go into these questions really quickly. So (laughs) what fears are you holding on? What fears? Honestly, being stagnant, like I don't want to be stuck. I'm afraid of a year from now, I'm going to be trying to accomplish the same goals that I'm trying to accomplish right now. One thing about a goal is our goals grow. Like our vision our vision oftentimes do not change. Like it might expand. Like we might see things more clear or might add more things to it. But we oftentimes don't change the vision that we want or that we see. However, I'm afraid that I will be stuck trying to figure this shit out. And I don't want to be stuck. So I have a huge fear of that. And I think that's why like I go so hard or why I'm so adamant on figuring things out or connecting with the right people or putting myself into the right rooms or things of that nature because I don't want to be stuck. Like that's something that I'm afraid of. I'm also like this thing applies not just in self and family, but in business as well. Like I think I still have abandonment issues and I want to work on that because I see how it has affected me in business. And oftentimes, like if we don't deal with the things that has hurt us in our personal relationships or as a child and things of that nature, we'll see it'll start to fuck up the way that we make money. And so like I'm tired of things or I have this huge fear of things interfering with the way that I make money. Not that money is everything, but money is a tool that I need to make sure that my family is okay and that I'm okay and so forth. So for me, it's like, I want to make sure that I can deal with the fact that it doesn't matter if this client leave you. It doesn't mean that you weren't great at doing your job or providing this service. It means that maybe you guys have outgrown each other or you've accomplished what you needed to accomplish in this space and so forth. The next question, what role does relationships play in your life? What role? So I kind of was going to go into like personal relationships, but honestly, I think relationships are relationships, whether we're talking personal, whether we're talking business. Of course, it the type of relationship is going to determine how we handle that person, how we talk or what we talk about and how we grow and all of these things. But the role that it plays is like the people around me determines whether the people around me determine where I'm going. And that's just being honest. Like oftentimes we try to feel like, oh, if we hang around people that are in the wrong crowd, it doesn't mean that we're the same way. But truthfully, it's like if I'm hanging around my friends who always want to get drunk, I'm nine times out of 10 going to have a drink as well. And so eventually like me having a drink every single night or going out to the club every single night, if it's not a part of get into what my end goal is. If I'm not the party promoter or the DJ or somebody that's in there making money, then I'm not times out of 10 interfering with what my goal is. So for me, relationships play the role in my life of determining where I go. So I'm really cautious around the people I give my time and my energy and the people I allow access to me. If somebody was asking, like, I don't really know like the big thing behind that, but like if the thing is like, you know, how am I determining what people are around me or not around 
around me, that thing just boils down to do you add to the goal or do you take away from it? Do you add to the bigger picture or do you take away from it? And that's how I determine how I allow individuals around me. My relationships in my life, friends, business, I'm dependent on you. I'm counting on you. I'm trusting you. And so it's important when you have those type of relationships that you you value them and that you pour into them in a ways that they need to be poured into. So last question, how do you examine the layers of the relationships in your life? Okay, that's a good one. I guess it's like one that first thing is like, what have we been through? Like, what have we been through? How are, have we grown through those things? Did we find a solution for the things that we've been through? If they're, whether it's good, bad, or ugly. Like if it was something that was good that was taking place with us, did we actually like duplicate it and continue to build on it and grow and expand? Or did we actually just stay in that space? If it was something that bad, something that's bad that happened with us, is it, did we find a solution for how we're going to deal with that? Or is it just repeated behavior? And then it's like, what, role do you play in meeting the end goal? What role do I play in meeting your end goal? Am I serving the purpose that I need to serve in your life? And are you serving the purpose that I need you to serve in my life? And those are the ways that I examine my relationships. So like, again, everything I'm always going to refer back to, like putting it down on pen and paper, because that's something that I often do so that I can see it and write it and like be able to go back and look at it and check milestones and things of that nature. But you do it on a daily. You, when you talking and you texting somebody or whether it's that, or you emailing somebody, you are examining how is this relationship going and is it moving in a direction that I want it to move in? And if it's not, then oftentimes you make the decision to do something different. And so, and if you don't do something different, then you get the same results. And so the same thing apply for me. I'm no different. I examine the relationships daily, weekly, monthly to make sure that I am getting the results that I want to and that is moving me to my goals. So Yeah. Moral of the story, if it don't grow, it's not living. That, I got to quote, give that quote to my son. So shout out to Snack because he said that. We were like riding in a car and he like, mom, like if something isn't growing, it's not living. Like I learned about living in uh, living organisms today. So like that's what I want to leave y'all with. If it's not Growing is not living. If you are not growing in the direction you desire to grow in, then you are not living the way that you can be living. You are not living the way that you deserve to be living. You are not living the way that you're supposed to be living. So get off your ass, retain some information, be consistent with the things that you are doing and make sure that you continue to build momentum. Make sure that you're putting yourself in the right rooms, in the right spaces to make sure that you are growing and meeting your goal. So troops, I know today wasn't a long episode, but I thank y'all for rocking with me, how y'all rock with me. If this is your first time joining and tuning in, Thank you. I hope that you join us with next episode and go back and catch up on the previous episodes. Anywhere you can find a podcast, you can find a Truvy's Guide. So thank y'all for tuning in to a Truvy's Guide. I am True, your host, and I will see y'all next week.